Welcome back to another episode of JBC Sports. I'm Josh, here with my two co-hosts, Bryce and Cody. We're back for a third week. Morning, boys. How's it going, fellas? Yeah, did you guys just wake up? I did. Uh, a little while ago. I've, I've been, been up, up since 6.30, and goddamn, am I tired dealing with little kids all day. A couple night shifters and a teacher. Oh, <laughs> what a podcast. Yep. We got variety. Always do. Kind of like Anthony Lynn every week. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's save it for a little bit later. <laughs> I'm just going to throw as many jabs as Anthony Lynn on this podcast. I mean, they're I part of Thursday Night Football. Yeah, they That's are. That's true. Honestly. Didn't think of that. Chargers, Raiders, tune in. Watch them fuck up again. Yeah, pretty <laughs> We are off today. It's <laughs> in Vegas, though, right? I believe so. Yes, it is. Viva Las Vegas. Pretty I sure Keenan Allen might be out tonight. That's Vegas. I saw that him and Mike Williams are like true game time decisions. Yeah, because I have him in multiple leagues. In one league, he's projected zero, and it says he's highly unlikely to play. The other league, he's still projected points, and it says if he plays, he'll be super limited. Not Fantasy it. playoffs, it's, it's kind of sketchy. We need something more reliable. I mean, I have I have a lot of re- in the leagues I have them. I have a lot of receiver options, so like I have no problem sitting them and just you know if he does end up playing and doing his usual, mm-hmm. whatever I'll count my losses. But mm-hmm. but anyways, let's get a little more in depth with Thursday night football. We got the Chargers and the Raiders divisional opponents. Those divisional games are always close in Vegas. I think the Raiders pulled this one out. They need it. They're in playoff contention. If they lose, I think they're out. Mm-hmm. So this is a big game for him. John Gruden, Thursday Night Football. I tell you what, man, we're going to get this done. I got a great game plan. Justin Herbert, who's that guy? I don't even know. Is it three and a half Raiders, I believe? I yeah, guess. I think three and moved. a half. Uh, I think they can cover that because, you know, Anthony Lynn will fuck it up. Probably. <laughs> yeah. He knows, though. That's, that's a doubt. Speaking of Anthony Lynn, how about last week again? No timeouts. Let's run the ball before half. Then try to get the field goal unit out there with 10 seconds to spare. Yeah. When, yeah. we were, when we were younger, I know we have a group of buddies. Mostly I'm talking to Bryce here because me and Cody didn't hang out that much. But we we used to sit at stoplights and do the Chinese fire drill. Mm-hmm. That's literally what this shit looked like at halftime. Not they good. were trying to figure out whether they were going to spike the ball, whether they were going to kick the field goal, whether they were just going to you know snap the ball quick and throw it to the end zone or something. It, it was a complete shit show out there. What in the hell are we doing? Yes. I'm surprised he hasn't lost the locker room yet. He probably has. It's we just, just don't know yeah. it. <sighs> Anthony Lindo. Just every week. Every week, man. It's a weekly just, thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be done after this year, thank God. <laughs> I'd hope if they don't fire oh, then. Yeah, they already extended us to the end of the season. Santa Good guy. Terrible coach. Yeah. yeah, great guy. Great dude. But <laughs> just absolute shit show of a coach. So we, we got to... Go ahead. I was going to say, they, they, he had that team looking good a couple years ago, yeah. and they, they almost won the division, didn't they? Or did they win the division two years ago? I thought they won it. They I think yeah. they did, yeah. Yeah. He had, I mean, they would, Phillip Rivers was not looking like chicken wingy anymore. Then. Right. I mean, he still threw like it, but dude, the guy was throwing it downfield. They were like, he has Herbert, who has a better arm than him, and he's dinking dunking it with him. Like, yeah. I had the over of 274 and a half yards for Justin Herbert. He had 30 some completions for only about 250. I was like, what? Yeah, and then you weird. and then you watch the game. You're like, yeah, he's throwing it to Austin Eckler two yeah. year two yards down the field. That's why. So that pissed me off. Yeah, I had the over in the game. So I mean, obviously yeah. leaving points off the board before the half, and then the little dink and dunk shit with Herbert. It's like that shit affects the over under. Like I had the I had the over, and I teased it down to forty four yeah. and a half. I'm like, oh, 24-21 ball game. These shit show defenses, easy money. No. All right, so this week we have a little different. There's uh two Saturday games. I like it. We got football, big games in NFL and college, but we'll we'll go NFL first. The early game is, I believe, Bills, Bills and Broncos. Yep. yep. I think that's gonna be a better game than a lot of people think. That's what I think too. I don't know. I just think I was talking to Cody last night, and I just think that the Bills, like they've been hot. They've been probably the hottest team in football recently. Yeah, they really have. And now they play an opponent that's less than impressive mm-hmm. and then they have two divisional games to close out their season so it's a sleepy spot right here they could mm-hmm. come in with their foot off the foot off the pedal so i think drew lock just had a i think he had his uh wheaties for breakfast last week i yeah, don't think he repeats it again maybe no, not bill's defense is solid i don't know that's it's an interesting game we'll see what happens better coach better players i think bill's easily cover six in my opinion where's it at denver you never know, man. Mile high. Those guys are going to be freaking... snowy <gasps> there, too. You never heavy know. Heavy breathing. Heavy breathing there. Maybe we get some snow this weekend. Who knows? 
that one. And then our after our late later game, we got the Packers and Panthers at I think it's at Lambeau. At Lambeau. At Lambeau. Yep. Um, uh, Packers are favored by seven and a half there. Uh, I don't know if they cover that though. Is CMC going to play up, this it's week? It's up to He's nine now. Too. He's not playing. Huh? It's up to nine now too. It's up to nine. I don't know if Packers. It's Packers. Yes, they've had a lot of wins, but they haven't blown many teams out. Uh, like teams that they should have blown out, like the Jaguars. They barely beat the Lions. The Lions. They. I mean, the Packers. I don't know. I was uh, look reading into some of their stats. They are zero and two against teams with winning records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not playing a winning record team, but like teams that they should blow, they haven't. So I think the Panthers can keep this one close. I think they Packers win by six, seven, maybe I don't know, Fair. somewhere around there. I, I, yeah, obviously I would love the Packers, but I'm not a firm, firm believer yet. I mean, yeah, right. Rodgers is playing out of control, but they haven't showed up against winning teams. They they like to get a lead at half and then they let off the gas a little bit, which really it's, pisses it me off. Reminds me of Mike McCarthy. Yes. They don't know how to play a full game. Um they allow backdoors all the time. It, it sucks watching these good teams play sure. down to their opponents. Yep. Pittsburgh, especially yeah. when you freaking bet their freaking right. bet they'll cover their freaking spread. Well, it's eight and a half this week. That's a little it's a it's a steep one, I mean. Mm-hmm. With I think if CMC plays, they easily cut like Carolina can easily because they can't. The Packers are not going to stop. Run defense yeah, iffy. and they suck against pass catching <laughs> running backs. Look at Alvin Kamara. Yeah, Too bad he's not playing. Day, right. But, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh give a little fantasy playoff update. We you know <clears throat> talked about it last week. If um I would have won or if I won last week, I was in the semis against our other buddy John. And if Bryce won, he gets matched up against Cody over here. So we had a little podcast. Uh, situation good thing we're across the table it happened me and bryce both won so now oh, we have three of the four podcasters in the semifinals. let's be honest i did not see myself winning that matchup so Lamar i'm down Jackson. by i'm down by 45 i believe it was going into monday night football i had lamar jackson who's been average at best this year and then i had olivier vernon which he's been mr inconsistent at dn position olivier vernon gets two sacks in our league, that's 14 Big points. Big time. Um, he ended up with 15 because he had a class deflection too. And then Mr. Lamar, who goes in the locker room, he says he had cramps. I think he shit himself. Uh, <laughs> he was tearing it up, and I'm only up by 2.3 or 5 or something at the time when he goes in the locker room. So I'm like, there's a possibility I could get screwed over by stack corrections. Mm-hmm. Long behold, here comes Mr. Lamar with a cape on he his back, running out. Running out. <laughs> He's like, where's my helmet? Shit. Some guy's spawning for his the helmet. Toilet. Yeah, shit. Save that guy for later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he comes back out. First play, throws a freaking... wasn't that long of a fourth pass. Fourth and four, wasn't it? Fourth. Yeah, fourth and four. Fourth and five. Throws a freaking touchdown pass. 40-some yard touchdown pass. I'm like, Hollywood. Thank Hollywood? Who dropped a shit ton of balls during the game? I think he had three or four drops. Yeah. I'm like, as soon as that ball left his hands and I see what it's going to, I'm like, Please, Lord, please, Lord, let him catch this damn ball for once. <laughs> Caught it, touched on. But funny fact is Trace McSorley said there was candles lit in the bathroom after the game. So Lamar <laughs> probably took a nice big old dookie. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, interesting. Now, some of you may be thinking, why do we have defensive scoring so high in our league? We like to, you know, keep it even with the yeah. offensive player. It makes it more interesting. Equality. Like, like, <laughs> um, a sack is four points. A tackle is two, and a tackle for loss is one. So that's how a sack is seven points. So two sacks is fourteen. That's that's big time. That was huge because I mean he got, I think he got both of those sacks in the first half. I'm like I texted them guy. I kept texting him throughout the night because I was like freaking nervous as hell. I'm like there's no <laughs> way I'm coming back. I'm like Olivia Vernon has two sacks. I'm only down by like fifteen boys, and then Lamar just ran, ran, yep. ran. Wasn't the most accurate passer that night, but well. You have your day to try to take out Cody now. You can't beat me three times. No, Cody's got a hell of a team. I'm just hoping Darren Waller doesn't go for 30 tonight, so I'm in the freaking shitter. <laughs> yeah, already in the red. Um, Our weekly bitch fest coming up. The committee. The college football playoff committee. If you hear this, fuck off. <laughs> like... How does Florida only drop one after losing to a shitty-ass LSU team and then Cincinnati can't move up? And, and they moved and down. Then, yeah, they went down one. And then we have Iowa State? Are you kidding me? Yeah. The Big 12 is garbage. Committee, go 
drink freaking <laughs> acid or something. So I, I have a, I have a little game I want to play. We're gonna we're gonna play like I'm just gonna say like the team. I'm not gonna say the name of the team, but I want you guys to see if you can guess who I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> so here we go. Team A. They didn't play the last few weeks. Dropped from seven to nine. Top five rated defense in college football, allowing yeah, fifteen points per game to top rated offenses. Cincinnati. Correct. Team B played once in three weeks, stays put. Ohio State. Correct. Team C and D doesn't play last week, and they both didn't play last week, and they both moved up a spot. One of them be Iowa State. One is Iowa State. And the other one would be... Same conference. Oh, Oklahoma? Yep. Neither of them played last week. Both moved up a spot. Makes a lot of sense. Cincinnati didn't play last week, moved down a spot. Didn't play the week before, moved down a spot that week as well. So they moved from seven to nine in two weeks without playing a game. Team E, same record as Team B, who we've already determined is Ohio State. Yep. With better wins on the schedule and also a Power 5 school but doesn't pass the eye test, in quotes... Can only move up two spots and doesn't crack the top ten. Who's team E? Power five. USC. Oh yeah. We they can't crack well. the top ten. They have the same record as Ohio State and they have better wins than Ohio State. But yeah, it's, it's if if we were to just go by not saying the team names in those, it's clear that team A should be ahead of all of them. It's clear that team E should be the same as team B, and the. Team C and D, who were Iowa State and Oklahoma, should not be moving up no. spots. How? Like, what are we doing here? It's literally brand name bias. Brand yeah. name bias. It is a sham. It is a clown show. These guys need to be checked. Like, this is this is absolutely insane. I bitched about it for two weeks now, and I didn't really want to have to bitch about it again. But I didn't think it could get much worse. Yeah. Much like Anthony Lynn. I was just going to say I, that. Uh, <clears throat> I was looking at some of the shit, and uh, they said even if all the top teams lost this weekend, Cincinnati, Cincinnati only has a 9% chance of getting in the playoffs. Right. What the fuck? The guy, like, they're undefeated. They have great wins. What else can a team do? All we can do is expand this playoff. Right. The only way to get these teams in. Like, Coastal Carolina, like... Yeah, obviously they're not going to pass the eye test because it's Coastal Carolina. But, dude, these teams are going undefeated playing good teams. Right. And that's, an, teams. that's and another thing. It's like I, I didn't even include Coastal and Louisiana in that in that breakdown. Louisiana beat Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Coastal beat – and by 17 at that. Coastal beat Louisiana by three. Coastal does not have a loss. Louisiana's only loss is that loss to Coastal. How are those two teams not ahead of Iowa State? But Iowa State continues to move up, and they're at six now? With two losses. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, I don't even know what to do. Like, for those of you that don't know, Gary Barta is the, is the guy in charge of the playoff committee. Guess who he's the athletic director of? Iowa. Big Ten school. Bias oh, to Iowa. Shit. Like, Iowa State. Like, they're moving all the way up. Like, are we, are we serious? Like, we're not going to cr- question the integrity of how this shit is being being looked at? Can we get some anonymous people to just do this This is job? absolutely insane. It's literally athletic directors at these big schools that are part of this committee. They get elected for, I believe it's like three years, and then they, like, choose a new committee. It's so stupid, dude. I, I don't understand what we're doing. When he was asked if, if uh, it came down to it and we had the pot- possibility of teams playing each other for a second or third time in the playoff. Like if we had the top four teams, say like Bama and uh, Bama and Florida, possibly playing for a second time after this, this coming week, they could both be in the Mm -hmm. playoff potentially. And Notre Dame and Clemson, they've already played once. They're going to play again. And then if Notre Dame gets put in the playoff, they could play a third time. He said, we're going to put the best four teams in no matter what the circumstances are. So we want to see the same damn teams play each other multiple times without giving other teams a chance. Like, Alabama steamrolled Texas A&M. Texas A&M is still at five. With that being said, how come ESPN is saying USC has a 49% chance of making it to the playoff? I don't know. We already know what teams they want in the playoff. According according to what I think, that's probably closer to correct because they should be in the same boat as Ohio State right now. But where they're ranked right now, 49%, that person needs to be drug tested. Yeah. Like, because there's no chance in hell USC is getting in. No. 49%? You're telling me they have a 50% chance to get into the college football playoff. 
Well, we know that one side of the coin's freaking hitting every time, and it's no. As as our teachers used to say back in school, show me your work. Where do you get this fifty percent <laughs> from? Where are you getting this fifty percent from? It's a made up math equation. Like, are you? Oh my god! Like, I I I, I don't even want to watch anymore. No. Like, no. I love college football is my favorite sport. If they expand to eight teams, it would be legendary because we probably have much less debates. Are we really going to debate the ninth and tenth? 10th team ranked in the country are good enough to beat some of those top eight teams? Probably not. So if we expand it to eight. Fuck it. Let's expand it to 16. Take two games off the yeah, fucking you could. schedule. At Screw the, it. At this point, I was super stoked when they went to four. After Like when they got out of the BCS bullshit, when it was just two teams, they named two teams into the national championship. I, I was super happy that we finally went to four. At this point, I'd rather go back to two and let Bama and Clemson play each other this year because that's what it should be. That's who's going to make it at the end. Ohio State's not good enough to beat either of them, and neither is Notre Dame. Notre Dame no. beat Clemson, but they had to go 75 yards at the end of the game with the Trevor Lawrence list and half Clemson's defense hurt that week. And Notre Dame only had two offensive touchdowns in right. the regulation that game. Clemson is going to beat them by 21-plus this week. It's it's an eleven point spread right now. If you're listening to Dickie V, that's like, oh, I don't care what anybody says, baby. Notre Dame's better. Ian Book underrated. I'm like, I was just listening to him last night. I'm like, Dickie V, stick the basketball, man. It's just, just no. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm fed up, and like, obviously, like, I'm the bowl games are gonna be fun. Like, I'm I'm still gonna watch whoever Cincinnati plays, whoever B, BYU plays, Coastal, Louisiana, all these little schools. If Iowa State matches up with the Georgia, I ain't watching that fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Like, are we serious? Like, both those teams suck. I mean, Georgia's come on late. They they finally made the quarterback change halfway through the season, and they actually look decent now. But to jump Cincinnati, not a chance. They jumped Cincinnati. That's how Cincinnati moved down this week. Georgia passed them. <sighs> All right. All right. Can I just uh, say one quick thing yeah. while we're still on college uh, sports? I'm just going to go quick, quick hit on college basketball. Uh, this weekend, we got a big game. Iowa and Gonzaga. One versus three. I can't wait. It's going to be a battle. We got Garza. We got two, our, probably our two front runners for National Player of the Year going. Oh, they obviously don't, not going to say head-to-head because they don't play the same position. Yeah. But I can't wait. I don't know. This, Gonzaga's had a to tough me, schedule yeah. start. I love it. Well, to me, Iowa's played all their games so far in Iowa. And they've piss pounded everyone they've played, and they've played what one good opponent? I think who who's the one that North they Carolina. Yeah, they played one good team. Um, Gonzaga's had a tough schedule, and then obviously went down with COVID, and now has been off, and now they get to match up with Iowa. To me, this is kind of a bad spot for Gonzaga. So I don't know. And Gonzaga's favored by three, I believe three, three and a half, somewhere in that range. Where's this know. game at? It's at a neutral in. Shit. I can't remember. It's a neutral site game, though. So neither team's really a, a home team. So but if it's in Iowa and Gonzaga, they, I'm guessing they're meeting somewhere in the middle. So yeah. like freaking Idaho or something. Maybe. somewhere. I think it might be in Washington somewhere, actually. <laughs> Either way, though, I I don't know. I, I, I like Gonzaga. Gonzaga, to me, is the front runner to win the whole thing. But coming off of, I believe, what, two weeks not playing? They were supposed to play Baylor, then had another game canceled in there because of COVID. They basically missed almost two weeks now, and now their first game back off of COVID, they have to play Iowa. Mm-hmm. To me, that's kind of a bad spot, but we'll see. Maybe maybe it provides extra rest for them compared to Iowa, but Iowa's also played some really bad teams and beat the living shit out of them. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm going to tune in. It's I believe it's 11 a.m. Central time Saturday morning. I'll be watching so that It'll shit. be an early, early uh, game. And then i got to give my quick Duke weekly update. <laughs> They won. They finally yeah. won again. Uh, I bet, they looked, I bet they, against them last night. Which I probably won too, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Um, they actually looked good last night. No Jalen Johnson. He's out. They're going to say at least minimum of three weeks. They're going to reevaluate it. Could be out for the season for all we know. Because foot, foot injuries are scary to me. Because I've seen some bad ones at Duke. Sort of freshman every year. Gets you did say that was going to help them, though. You texted well, our group I, I did. and said tough for Duke that Jalen Johnson went out. And you're like, well, maybe it could be better for him because he holds the ball too much. And look at last night, ball movement, ball they movement. They covered one. CJ Stewart, Jeremy Roach, shooting lights out, Matthew Hurt. I mean, the ball was moving, and they looked decent defensively. I mean, the one mm-hmm. guy from Notre Dame had like 25, but other than them, <laughs> they kind of shut him down. But kind of happy. Some guys should get more playing time, though. Uh, I like my boy, Jamin Brakefield, the lefty. He only played like 10, 12 minutes a game, and then 
put in 10, 10 points, 5 rebounds last night. Coach K gave him some more time. Wendell Moore still struggling, 0 points again once again last night. And Joey Baker, I don't know what he sees in Joey Baker. He played him for 12, 15 minutes, 2 points. Garbage. But that was my weekly Duke update. We won. Yay! There you go. <laughs> Bow time. <laughs> yeah, Christ. They were, they were starting to worry. I mean, yeah, obviously you played two great non-conference teams. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. They're more veteran teams. Start of the year, I'm not going to overreact yet, but Coach K had him prepared last night. It was nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Update. He went to the podium after the game and said, I don't want to cancel the season anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He probably <laughs> should. Crazy. For real. But, yeah. No. He wanted, yeah. The reason was apparently he wanted the kids to go home for the holidays. I yeah. can see that somewhat, but come on, no. You don't want to beat the piss out of Gardner Webb. Well, and like, like we, we brought up, I don't know if we talked about it on the pod, but. If he had Zion, RJ, and Cam from two years ago, oh. are we are we actually sitting here talking no. about canceling the season? No, not, not a, a chance, chance in hell. God, I miss, so, I miss Zion. Yeah. So, speaking of that class, what second year NBA player are we investing in for cards? One, two, three, however many you want to I'll, talk I'll about. Say a couple. Uh, I mean, it could be anybody. We can still talk about you know John Zion. Like we could, we, you could say them. I mean, they they might still be underpriced. Who knows? Uh, if you if you got stacks, then yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, they're expensive for sure. Yeah. But I mean, we're, we're kind of all going not not low end, but lower end. So, um, who wants to start it, Bryce? Sure. What a rip! I've been investing in them already. We're sent off a couple of those cards to go get graded. R.J. Barrett, the man has looked good this preseason. He's got a man to throw it up to. Obi Toppin's been catching those freaking yeah. alley oopers. He looks so good. He looks good. A lot of Nick fans are like, "What are we doing? Getting this Dayton guy?" Didn't and he play I, less than ten minutes last night and had like eight and eight or something? Yeah, the guy's good. Like he's so athletic. Um, but I'm investing in R.J. Barrett. Base prisms going anywhere from twenty to twenty five bucks, and I just checked optic. Recent sales are only ten bucks, so if you it's can, not bad. So if you can invest in them, get those suckers graded. We're looking at an easy hundred fifty dollar bill. Top five pick from last year. I mean, he's got tons of upside. He's basically going to be the playmaker there. Mm-hmm. He's he's going to be their point guard really. Um, and then the other one, PJ Washington. I really like him with the Hornets. You got a. They have a good core. Oh, they do, team. and Lamelo is gonna find him all the time. <laughs> Alley oops, get dish it to him in the post. Uh, his cards are super cheap too, ten to fifteen dollars for base prisms and three to five dollars base optics. Big time. So, That's big time. Uh, I think he's gonna have a solid season this year. I think he can go for fifteen and nine or eight, somewhere in that range. Oh yeah, he's. I I have a lot of, a lot of hope for him this year. I mean, we've talked about it off the pod. I, I think he's going to be super good. Mm-hmm. And he's super cheap, obviously. Absolutely. So, uh, For mine, I got Rui Hachimura for the Washington Wizards. Love his signature. Uh, a few weeks ago, there was a few videos out there comparing him, like just showing his technique to Kawhi Leonard. Oh, my goodness. Which is weird because like people look at Rui as like a straight big and Kawhi's like a shooting guard small forward. Yeah, like that's. Eh, I view Kawhi as more like small forward, power forward. I don't know. I Ooh, mean, if you compare, he, he can, play he can all shoot. Sides. Yeah, he but, can shoot. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying, like most people don't look at like Kawhi from what Rui came out of college as, as like the same like brand of player. But you showed me a video, and like they look identical to it's, what they're doing. His which technique, is crazy. his form, just everything, mechanics, like wow. I like um, his base prisms are going for anywhere between ten, twenty bucks. And then PSA 10, 142 to 173. Say I just sent out one of my base yeah. optics. There's a, there's a lot of opportunity to buy these cards raw and send them in and get graded. And if they grade well, there's big time ROI in this. Obviously, you're going to have to wait a little bit. And that's a little risky because if a guy shits the bed and gets hurt like a burrow, then obviously cards are going to go down. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. His optics are going anywhere between... Six to twenty dollars. PSA bad. ten between ninety and like one fifteen. Still plenty of room for upside yeah. there too. So yeah, I mean, if you want to get in, I mean, that's still pretty low in my opinion. I think Rui mm-hmm. should be with with some of the top guys like a like an RJ or a Kobe White. Like he should be in that range in my opinion. Yeah. Um. All right, my first one. I was gonna do PJ Washington, but I knew Bryce wanted to take him so. <laughs> I took uh, Keldon Johnson. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be one of Pop's favorite guys to use, and he's been coming on already. 
Um, you add Devin Vassell to that lineup. I think he's going to develop a lot too. And they got a nice young core. I mean, DeMar DeRozan's still there, but Kelvin, I think he can take that step forward this year. And his base prism cards are only 10 to 15 right now. And optic is four to $5. So, I mean, you can get, you know, if you want to go like all in, you can buy 10 to 20 of those cards, like the optics and, like you're not really breaking your bank and you have huge upside with that. Even if they double in price, you're still going to make out a good ROI. Send it in, Jerome. And then my next one, he also basically has the team to himself. I mean, Detroit doesn't really have anybody. I mean, Blake Griffin's Sake still Sake. there, but I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Blake anymore. Seiku Dumboya. Six six. He's one of the foreign boys. 10 to $15 for a base prism. We love that. I think he has major upside, and they just add Killian Hayes, the other foreigner, in the draft this year. I think those two are going to play off each other, and Seku is, he's a big boy. He's looking good, too. I mean, he's hes going to take, not necessarily the drumming role, but he's going to grab a lot of rebounds, he's going to get putbacks, and he can also shoot. Mm-hmm. Which Drummond couldn't do. No, like Seku can take over a game by himself. Like I like I like Seku's upside. So I mean, base prism ten to fifteen, and his optic is five to ten. So big time upside for Seku. I think I'm gonna throw in two more. Uh, I like KPJ a lot too. Kevin Porter yeah. Jr. I think he's gonna take they just have so many leap. guards that yeah. scares me though. I think he can take a big leap yeah. this year. And then the other one, I think he's gonna have a big role at the start of the year as the year goes on. I don't know about much. Carson Edwards. Because Kemba should be out yeah, here for a little while, so I, I think I think Carson Edwards will get a, a decent amount of playing time. So his cards might go mm-hmm. hit the start start of this year. So you might want to sell him. Right yeah, I, I heard Grant Williams might take that role too. So yeah, Grant Williams, I like he played a decent yeah. amount in the bubble too, and he looked yeah, solid. Did. So yeah, I like Carson Edwards a lot. Just at the start of the year, I don't know how it's going to go once you know Kemba comes back, but I think he's going to have a big role yeah. at the start of the year. So try to invest in him before the NBA season starts, which is happening here soon. So. If you, do it if, quick. Yeah, if you can get Kobe White cheap, do mm-hmm. it. He went he, nuts last night. Yeah, he's. I mean, he he played really well last year, but everyone forgets because him and RJ and some of these other bigger name rookies weren't in the bubble. So like they forgot about like a Kobe White who's basically should be in the same tier with Jaw, Zion, and Hero. I think Kobe is super underpriced right now. His base prisms are only like forty to forty five dollars. Like no Chris Dunn there. Uh, their coach, he didn't know what he was doing with his guards last year. Yeah. Kobe was the better talent. They were playing Chris Dunn. You can still get his cards for semi cheap too. Like yeah. I think, I think Kobe could take that Tyler Hero type jump in the card market this year. Zach Levine, I think he took a hold of that mm-hmm. team as the leader. So I want to touch back on Bryce's <clears throat> KPJ. I think if you're going to invest in KPJ, I think you have to invest in Darius Garland too, yeah. just because yeah. you don't know who's going to like come out of that backcourt. Uh-huh. Like because you have those two, you have. Colin Sexton, and then they just got a Coral, which, I mean, he's more of a small forward, but uh-huh. still, I mean, you got three guards there. So, I mean, likely two of them are going to come out of that. And if it's Sexton and one of the rookies, you don't want to bet on KPJ and not have Garland. So, I think yeah. that you should probably pair those two up if you were to do it. And Garland was a top five. Was he fifth? Yeah. He was fifth. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he was he had high draft stock, and I, I think KPJ is the better player, in my opinion, but... I'd invest in both of them if, if you can. Another guy I was really high on and was maybe thinking about investing, but now that I look at it, I don't think so. Cam Reddish, I just... There's so much guards. And, and playing with Trey Young. a lot of Cam Reddish. Trey Young averages... He's going to average 30 to 35 this year, probably. Maybe, I mean, they maybe got, I'll temper yeah. that a little. Maybe like 27 to like 33-ish. And now they got Gallinari, Bogdanovich there. Yeah. I mean, There's too minutes, much scoring. His minutes are going to be cut. I'm sorry. I I was high on him, and then after that trade, yeah. when they got both of them, I was like, dude, I don't yeah. see much of him playing a lot. I was higher on him than I was DeAndre Hunter, but I actually think DeAndre Hunter has more upside there now, just mm-hmm. because like there's so much, like it's crowded for like guards there, and DeAndre Hunter, there's not as much there. I mean, they got John Collins, like he's good, but Capella, yeah, like. I mean, there's just much more room in the front court than there is. Watch out for that Hawks team this yeah, year, man. I think they could they're, be gonna, scary. They could, they're making the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know how far they'll go. I mean, the East is obviously doo cheeks compared to the West. <laughs> West. Obviously, I think the Bucks will come out of the East. Eh, maybe the Heat. Heat and Bucks are the, definitely the favorites, and I don't think anybody can beat those two. Yeah. You guys want to run, I mean, run down yeah, some? Yeah, Nets, uh, too. It's just yeah, depending if they can keep that core true. together. Rookie of the year odds? Yeah, let's hear them. 
I haven't I haven't heard these yet, so this is a no, surprise for me. Who's favorite? You guys think? Lamelo. Plus three ninety. He's the favorite. Yep. Yeah. Second, Anthony Edwards plus four eighty. Yeah. James Wiseman third. Yep. Plus, I like him plus four eighty. I, I like know. him a lot this year. I mean, I yeah, Clay's out. Like Wiseman could have a big role. I don't know though. We haven't seen him play. That's no, a problem. I know that. He only played what four or five college yeah. games. Yeah. I think he's going through like COVID protocol right now. Yeah. Him and Draymond are out. Did you guys see that? Uh, Houston. Their coach said all his players have had COVID. Jeez. Every player from one to fifteen just came out today and like, unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> How hard is that partying? Right, no, he looks like Kendrick Perkins. Who's number four? <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. He's so good. I now. seen that picture that bar still put up and he looks <laughs> I'm like Christ yeah he looks like he could be the mascot for Arby's we got the meats <laughs> uh, number four Obi Toppin plus seven dollars okay Obi Wan Kenobi Killian Hayes number five plus nine fifty that's one that I, I I got my eye on that one he's gonna be a sleeper they he's... don't they don't have much in Detroit like I nope. said like it's gonna be him Seku and Blake yep. and if Block A Eli. Can't stay healthy. It's gonna be It's gonna be. It's gonna be Seiko and Killian's team to run. Dude, you mm-hmm. know what I like too out of that class. No one's really talking about Theo Maladon. Is he on your list? No. Is he even on o- there? Okay, I don't see. think he's gonna. Oh, I don't think he'll play a crazy amount this year. But I think upside with yeah, it's gonna be huge. no. He's been good so far in the in their preseason Theo, games. Um, they just have such a bad team, dude. That that's one. I don't bet much on the NBA, but that's one team that I'm gonna be looking at every single night to bet the under because they don't really have scorers no. and they play really good defense. So no, SGA is gonna be the thing yeah. going in OKC and Theo. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I like uh, RJ Hampton too. I yeah. don't know. We All right, this isn't who you like. We're listening Sorry, to the year odds. Get going. I just get going. I, I know. Stop. Denny. Twenty to one. Dan. Dan Dan. Al Burton, twenty to one. I like him a lot this year. I don't know. They have too much in sack. Danny <laughs> Sacramento. Three balls. <laughs> Cole Anthony, Denny Vassell, and Ty- Tyrese Maxey, forty five to one. I think Maxey will be good in Philly though, because they don't have yeah, shooters. Could be. But rookie of the year. I mean, th- okay, think about like oh, Ja won rookie of the year last year and he stepped in. Yeah, they had triple J. They didn't really have anybody else, but like Jaw pretty much like stepped right into like yeah. that role. So like you look at you look at um Halliburton, Darren Fox is there, yeah, Bogdanovich is there. Like you gotta look at it. No, a, no Bogdanovich. He was the one that was traded to the Hawks. Oh, he got traded okay. Yeah. That's the Bogdanovich. The I other gotcha. one I believe still on the Jazz. Okay. I think uh, I, see, I, yeah. I didn't see that. But either way, they have they have a lot of options in Sacramento. Yeah, like they got a pretty no, good not squad. The Jazz, I think it's the Pacers, isn't it? The other Bogdanovich. Yes. Yeah, Pacers. Oh, you got that right. Similar. No, color. he's in he's in Utah. Because it, it screwed me up because the oh. the uh, Bogdan got traded to the Bucks, didn't want to go. Yeah, so I didn't know that he got traded he got again. To the, yeah. the Hawks, yeah, okay. the Hawks, they stacked up this offseason so, too. But either way, Darren Fox is him. their guy. The more Yeah, yeah. I just I I. I think when you're looking at rookie of the year, you have yeah. to look at a team that doesn't have any other playmakers. Like Edwards, to me, is a terrible bet because you have Cat no, yeah. and D'Lo there. Yeah, so he's like, gonna maybe average. He's gonna get overshadowed by them. So like, how's he gonna have enough? Yeah, re- of a resume to put together in order to win that rookie of the year. Yeah, you don't have to put up a crazy no. amount of points, but you got to fill those other categories. And I don't think Edwards can right. fill those other. And categories. like Lamelo had, like they got a decent squad in in Charlotte too. So it's like. How is he going to do it? He's going to be all over ESPN. Flashy passes, alley-oops to PJ. Like He's going to have enough of a resume to be in contention for Rookie of the Year. But to me, I think Killian Hayes is probably a super good value at right around 10-1 to 1 because Detroit doesn't really have anybody. Like I think he could easily like cement himself in there and get people to notice it. Who's Bring the be- bad boys back. Who's going yeah. <laughs> to be featured more on ESPN? Lamelo or Lavar, both undefeated, <laughs> never lost. Actually, no, we haven't seen much of Lavar lately. It'll I'm be. Actually, I'm actually kind of sad Detroit cut Jello. <sighs> they didn't even. They didn't even let him play. They don't Dude, the guy's him. fat. 
You don't need them. It's just to get the damn ball fam. We all in the NBA. Dude, they got he really can't move up and down the court. Yeah. So NBA pace, good luck. He's gonna be eating a cheeseburger on the sideline. Oh Christ, that looks good. Give me Diet (laughs) Coke too. He's in better shape than fucking Harden. He's in better shape than me at least. Yeah. All right, we are ready to move on from our We are Josh. I'm glad you said it. We're (laughs) back again for Be the Pro. Well, that was a lot lighter than the uh, last couple. Yeah, be the I, pro or beat the pro. I said beat, beat, just like your meat. Wow, Arby's, Arby's meat. Yes, yes, okay. yes. A nice restart the pod. A roast, beef, <laughs> a roast beef sandwich. All right. So last week, we overall we had a really good week. Bryce and Cody both went two and zero, and I went one and one with the Chargers <clears throat> over you know Anthony yeah. and the bullshit before the half. We all know how that went. So one and one, we'll take it. Move on. Um, updated records, Bryce still in the lead, 16 and 10, solid. Uh, I'm still in second, 14 and 12, and Cody is now 13, 11, and 2. So, he's off that 500 mark, big time. We're all, we're all doing really well. If you're telling us, you're cashing, you're winning some money. stop making these stupid parlays and just betting my actual bets from the show, and I could probably make money. Yep, that's how it works. (laughs) So, let's, uh, get her started. Started off as usual. Week 15. What? What? Oh, this season's flying by, boys. I know. It is. Literally, it felt like it was just yesterday. I was sitting on your couch opening <laughs> week. Oh, Christ. Packers, Vikings. Yeah. This is going to be a shit show. Um, but uh, they finally did something for me last week. Um, so let's bet them again. Green Bay Packers. Six-point TZ time from seven and a half TZ? down to one and a half versus the Carolina Panthers on Saturday night at Lambeau. They win this shit all day. Let's get it. I hope it's not by one. <laughs> I'll be yeah. pissed. Um, and then my other one, we're taking the Ravens who offensively looked amazing last week for the first time in a long time. Uh, we're going to tease them from six, uh, 13 down to seven against the Jaguars. Jaguars run defense, as we all know, is Bad. pitiful. Derrick Henry went for over two, what, like almost Atrocious. Atrocious. Yeah. Time out. <laughs> uh, so we're going to get them down to seven. I think they win by 10 to 15. Should. Um, and then we're going to take Philly plus six against Arizona. I like the way Mr. Hurts. Jalen Hurts played last week. That's a card to look into for football there. Yes, I sent one to get graded too, baby. <laughs> yep. Uh, plus six, man. Uh, Arizona, they just they don't impress me. Yeah, they beat the They've been rough they beat lately. the Giants by a lot last week, but dude, the Giants they were bound to slip. Danny Dimes was back in the lineup. You know he's turning the ball over. <laughs> um, but I really like the way Jalen Hurts has got this team playing. Yeah, it was one week, but to beat the Saints, that's impressive. First start. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, hold on. How bad is it gonna look? If the Eagles win out, they—I don't even know—they might not be able to get the division if they win out. Yeah, they like, they're still in, but they but got a, they got a whole. Washington, that's what I mean. Washington, Washington and New York, fuck up. That's what I'm saying. Well, Washington. Yeah, I, sure. I don't think New York's gonna get it. No, but how how bad is it gonna be if Peterson waited this long to put in Hurts and he could have like they just beat the Saints? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, Drew Brees isn't there, but not like Brees was really. He wasn't doing anything crazy. The defense was winning a lot of games, and they were just dumping it off to Kamara. So it's like Taysom Hill might honestly be a better option at this point. So I mean, they beat that team. We need Jabuins back. I can taste dub. (laughs) You taste that? Eat the W. But yeah, I just think Jalen Hurts should have been put in a lot, a lot earlier. I I think they win this outright, even if it's in. I think it's in Arizona. I don't care. I love that. I'm on the Hurts train. Okay, who's next? <laughs> yeah. All right. We've been doing good lately. We've been doing good lately. Last four bets, I think four and I think two of them weren't on the pod, though. So uh, this week, we're going with Bills minus six down to a pick em. And we got, we're got we teasing it with the Bucks minus six down to a pick. Uh, Matt Ryan without Julio Jones is not good, not good whatsoever. No. no. Tom Brady in a dome. He's gonna be throwing all day long with the running back. Yeah, um, Jones probably ain't gonna play. Eh? Rojo. Oh no, he's out play. at least one week. <laughs> <laughs> it's Booganation time. <laughs> Leonard Burnett. <laughs> and then we're doing a three-team six and a half point teaser. Uh, that's gonna give you plus one thirty-five value. What? I'm just laughing every week. Just 
Teasers. Yes, teasers. Teasers. Do it's teaser time. If they're next giving year, you extra points, why not? Why not? All right, next, you know what you're next year, if this pod is still on the air next year, I think we're going to do oh, our best bets. This ain't ever going to die. Gonna, this is, like, the, do this is like disco. Disco never dies. <laughs> we're going to do our best bets. We'll do two each week, and then we'll have like a teaser of the week, too. So we have to do straight plays, and then we'll do a teaser of the week. I, I like hate it. straight plays. Hey, we ha- it's, it's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the bread and butter of sports betting. Teasers I, just came around not that long ago. Yeah, no one wanted to be teased I mean, too long. <laughs> All right, let's move on. I don't know. During my plus stre- one thirty five is good. Like that's good yeah, odds. So. During my stretch though, like when yeah. I was losing, those were bad beats. Yeah, for sure. If you know what you're doing, teasers. Yeah, you know. You're getting extra six points. You oh, can get seven good. points. You can get ten points. It's very good value. Yeah, sure. you know what else is a fucking bad beat? Goddamn Chiefs last week. Dolphins. Yeah, let's do a little squibber. Let them get it towards midfield. Yeah, why the hell? That was so dumb. That screwed a couple of my parlays. All right, six and a half point teaser. Colts minus seven and a half down to minus one against Houston. They're going to run the ball all day long against them. Uh, Packers minus nine down to minus two and a half against Panthers. I thought I might have, I might do a 10, 13 point teaser with the uh, Panthers later on. (laughs) Might. And then uh, we're doing the Ravens minus 13 down to minus six and a half against the Jags. Another bad beat. How about the uh, Ravens Browns that safety? Helping oh. people, Ravens minus three. I had Ravens minus three. <laughs> but, but they were up 14 with, what, 11 minutes left, I think? Like, yeah. I didn't think that should have been even that close. I mean, no. Ravens betters, they got their good karma back after that instead of getting a push. Yeah, they got a good karma so. after freaking. I mean, it was a bad number anyway. Like, I mean, I know that. But the way I bet, I track the numbers during the week and then make my decision based on that. I don't try to beat the closing number, which yeah. a lot of people do. You could have got Ravens under three all week. So, I mean, I still would have been good even if, if I would have got it early in the week. <laughs> but whatever. Hey, like you said, good karma. Freaking Lamar went in the locker room and pushed out his bad karma. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let those demons out. Jesus. All right. So, moving on from that. Woo! <laughs> My two team, six point teaser of the week. Thank you. Packers, like that. Packers, Packers by two and a half against the Panthers. I mean, what else do I have to say? They just have to win by a field goal against Carolina. I think they can do that. Um, and then I also have the Buccaneers at a pick against the Falcons. Like Cody said, Atlanta eh, been struggling. They just lost to Anthony Lynn. I mean, what else do we have to say there? Tampa Bay needs to find their identity too. Yep. So, I mean, that, that game last week was a little misleading against Minnesota. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the line's inflated, but I think getting it from six down to a pick, they, they're they going to win the game outright. I don't know. I mean, that probably covers six, too, honestly. But then I'm going to have a straight play at against the Jets. Excellent. Rams by 17 and a half. Big number. Big, big number. They lost by 37 last week, though. And the Jets are basically calling it quits. Sam Darnold hasn't looked good. Their weapons are back, but he hasn't looked good. Rams are probably, I mean, Rams-Packers are probably the best two teams in the NFC, in my opinion, right mm-hmm. now. Yep. Rams might be at the top. Their defense is just insane right now. I don't see how the Jets score a damn point in this game, to be honest the, with you. The implied team totals is 30-13. to 13. Right. How the hell do the Jets put up... The Jets are not putting up two touchdowns against the Rams. The Rams have a better defense than Seattle, and Seattle held them to three yeah. points. Even yeah, if... Seattle's defense has been brutal. Even if the they Rams... They've been a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Like, if the Jets somehow put up 10 points, all that means is the Rams have to score 30, which, against the <clears> Jets, <throat> that's probably pretty easy. I, I don't know. I don't see how they get to ten even. <laughs> I can't I can't like break it down in my head. Like I've been trying to like think about how they're gonna get to ten points or fourteen points and I don't see it. So I think that I mean obviously big spread. We don't like taking big spreads usually, but this year's different. The Jets are all time. All time bad. Yep. So all right. That gets us to our next segment. That's all, folks. Next segment. Sorry. It is DFS Values of the Week with Cody. Let's get ready to rumble. Begin. Every week. Every week. 
I'm in sure not to destroy Yeah, you like ears. stayed like 10 feet away from the mic. Well, folks. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to edit all that. <laughs> Last week, I said start your Bears, and I sure hope you did. Trubisky, 25 points. Montgomery, 27 points. And A-Rob, 30 points. We got that Bears jersey on the way, right, Bryce? Yep. Yes, it's yeah. customized, yeah. saying Bears number one fan. <laughs> I will go dig a hole Perfect. in the backyard Perfect. and bury that. Bury in dog poo. I do like the Bears this week. I'm not super high on them, though. Um, this week, quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, 6,700 against the, the uh, Lions. Tanny. Lions defense just absolutely blows. <clears throat> I can see Derrick Henry breaking the slate, though, this week. Um, next quarterback up. Taysom Hill, 6,000. That Chiefs over, your Chiefs Saints over under is like over 51, I believe, 53, something like that. Yeah. Um, he adds lots of value with his legs. Uh, he can score on his leg with his legs too. He's been passing the ball very efficiently the past two weeks, hitting like over 73% completion percentage. Um, he's got he's to gotta keep the tempo up pace if they want to keep track with Kansas City. And if you want to pay a little bit down, Jalen Hurts, 5,900. 18 rushing attempts last week for over 110 yards, I believe. That's just insane that he can rush that many times. Um, Very high floor with him. Uh, Running back, we got Jonathan Taylor. Um, Their Colts are just going to run all over Houston's defense. Jonathan Taylor's been turning it up the past couple weeks. I trust him a lot, 7,200. Um, no CMC this week against the Packers. Packers is, I think they have the second rush defense in the league right now. Worst, uh, yeah. Second, second to worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mike Davis, $6,500. The amount of, he just gets volume, play him. He's, he's a good backup. Mm-hmm. And if Raheem Mostert does not play for the 49ers, start Jeff Wilson, 5,100. He's a junior too. Yes. <laughs> Jeffy Wells. <laughs> Jeffy Wells, June Bug. I think, I think he could be a solid play anyways because, I mean, if Mostert does play, he's going to be limited because he is questionable. Um, just keep an eye on that. Wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk. Love that guy. Are bit. you kidding me? Are you serious? It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, 60, oh, he's a diaper dandy, too. <laughs> 6,300 for Brandon Ayuk. Um, Shanahan even said that he's... In love with him. No, he game plans around one person. No Debo, no Kittle. Mostert's questionable. Six. This guy saw 16 targets last week, I believe. 16 targets. Well. Yeah, 16 targets. That's freaking insane. Nuts. 6,300 against the Cowboys. Terrible secondary. Um, my next guy, he owns the Houston Texans. T.Y. Hilton. I thought you were going to say Phillip. He's been hot lately, too. Dude, watch he, out for that combo. We he literally him. owns the Texans, Texans, averaging over 97 yards per game against them. Um, he's been turning it up lately. I would definitely start him 5,500. Long shot, but I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. I'm playing him everywhere. Mm-hmm. Lynn Bowden Jr. Lynn? For the Dolphins. Converted QB. He, he's he can play quarterback. Yeah. He can play running back. He can play wide receiver. Thirty six hundred. No Devonte Parker. No Preston Williams. No Mike Gesicki. No Jakeem Grant. They had literally have Who's nobody to throw to. He had seven catches Who's last Lynn week. Throw to? He had a, he had a few <laughs> rushes. Um, just the amount south. of volume he's gonna get. Tua has to throw to somebody. Bowden's gonna play in the slot. That's where the Patriots give up their most. They're gonna drop some fun stuff too. Yeah. Because last week I watched them try that reverse, like double reverse pass. It wasn't open, and Bowden had to run with it. But they're going to try some fun stuff too yes. with them. Probably. You said Lindbaum Jr. I'm like, are the Raiders play tonight? Because all his like rookie cards <laughs> yeah, are no, Raiders. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh shit, that's right, he's on the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't even think he practiced with them at all. I think yeah. like he got drafted and then traded like right away. I'm pretty sure. Thirty six hundred. I'm playing him everywhere just to afford some the higher price guys. Tight end, absolutely just sucks this year. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely brutal. sucks brutal. um if you want to pay up i'm paying for mark andrews you're 50, travis kelsey no <laughs> you have to pay up for him. uh 5500 no marquise brown this week for the ravens um lamar's gonna look to him quite a bit 
TJ Hawkinson is the number three fantasy tight end of the year. I like him. Uh, Chase Daniel, backup quarterback. He's going to be dumping it off to the running back and the tight end. Uh, I don't think Kenny G's playing this week again, so fire up Hawkinson, 5,200. Uh, Robert Tunyon finds the end zone almost every week, it seems like, 4,500. And then Cole Komet again. This guy had over seven targets last week. Last week is 2,900. This week he's 3K. Cheap, cheap tight end option. If he's getting seven targets, he should pay off very easily. Very cheap. And that's what we got. There you go. There you go. Can I, we end the show on one last note? That give or hell? Depends. Okay, the Paul brothers, you're both fucking losers. Oh, <laughs> Conor McGregor would shove his <laughs> Conor so McGregor. Far. Who the fuck are you, huh? Who the fuck is this guy? I want to take this moment. To apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what he fucking wants. <laughs> All right. We forgot to mention during college football that it is conference championship weekend. There was supposed to be a bowl game. <clears throat> I believe it got canceled. There was yep. supposed to be SMU and UTSB. Texas. Or uh, UTSA, sorry. San Texas, Antonio. San Antonio, yeah. Um, and then there's still regular season matchups because this year's weird. COVID's, like, teams are still playing. They still want to get the last game in, but... Yeah, conference championships this weekend. So, I mean, should be some fun games, but I'm still just super frustrated with how college football is playing out with the committee. But still college football. I still love watching it week to week. But Michigan doesn't want to play. They canceled their last game against yeah, Maryland. I saw that. <clears throat> Hopefully Ohio State just canceled no their game. No home wins. Get Harbaugh out of there. Anything else, fellas? I think that wraps it up. We pretty much covered all we wanted to this week. So... On that note, we will be back next week. Yeah. Pending. No, I'm just kidding. We'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> so, Wait, uh, yeah, we might. might be actually, a that, yeah, it might be a Wednesday is, episode. I was going to say, next week is Christmas. Might be a Wednesday episode. Probably. Cause, cause because 24th, Christ- Christmas Eve, you meet with Yeah, family. usually, yeah. So, yeah, we could. <laughs> I got a meeting with work. Plus, there's games on <laughs> Plus there's games on Friday anyway. So, yeah. we definitely. Is there games on Thursday? I don't think so. No idea. Not 100% sure. Either way, though. We'll, we, we'll be back next week, whether it's Wednesday or Thursday early. But on that note, we will end another pod as Bryce fumbles his phone over here. Sorry. Um, uh, give us a follow on Twitter if you haven't yet. I'm yep. at JBC Sports underscore Cody. And I'm the J in JBC Sports. And I'm Bryce Kelly 77. There we go. Uh, thank you guys for listening, as always. And tune in next week. Thank you. Thank you.